you know, that enemy, he's so crafty and he's always looking for ways to distract us. He actually started distracting us in the garden. So in today's episode, we're going to take a look at how he distracted Eve. Are you ready? Let's go. We are still talking about distraction. Now, we cannot talk about being distracted without going all the way back to the beginning. We have to go to the Garden of Eden. Oh, yeah. That's where we got to go because that's where this whole thing started. Now, y'all know this particular story. It is very familiar. It has to do with how the enemy got Eve to move away from what God said. Isn't that what distraction is? When you are drawn away. But see, you got to be careful because the Bible lets us know that the enemy was more crafty than any of the wild animals that the Lord God had made. He was slick, okay? He could make something appear desirable and good at the same time and make you feel that it is not violating what God said or it's better than what God said. Mm -hmm. The enemy is good at distracting us in this way. Come on, let's go back to chapter three in the book of Genesis and let's see how easily Eve was drawn away. And hey, listen, okay, let's stop blaming Eve um, for how easily fooled she was because the truth be told, we are too. We are easily fooled and drawn away. That's why we got to build up our defenses. We've got to keep our armor on. We got to be, um, what's that, engaged, if you will, um, with our alarm systems at all times. Do not dismiss or disarm your system. That'll preach right there. Okay. So do not do that. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go in here to chapter number three. Now, the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, now you know this woman is Eve. He said to her, did God really say? That's the distraction. That's it right there. The enemy asked this question, did God really say? He is now you know, trying to introduce another thought. That's all distraction is. It is introducing another thought when your mind should be focused on the thing at hand. Okay. And the thing at hand and which is always at hand is the word of God. So he says, did God really say, you must not eat from any tree in the garden. Now, it's interesting because, you know, the enemy knew God didn't say that. He, you know, that's stupid. He's trying to imply that God said that they couldn't eat anything, right? Y'all see that you, you, you must not eat from any tree in the garden. I mean, at least that's as written in the NIV version. So, I mean, he knew God didn't say that, but he was introducing a new thought. He was getting the woman dis distracted 
shifted from what God had said. Now notice, she said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, now she know what God said, that there was an exception. And the exception was that there was a tree in the middle of the garden that you were not to eat from. Now she added that you must not touch it, but she knew that. She knew the word of God. And that should have been the end of the discussion, the the discussion, the door should have been closed and she should have walked away from the enemy. Eve knew, this woman knew what God said. Now, this goes to show you too, that it's not enough to just know what God says. You got to go further in that. You've got to stand on what God said. You've got to apply what God said. You have to do what God said. But hey, she kept on talking, y'all. She kept on talking. And sometimes that's our downfall too, is that we keep on talking and we keep on entertaining um, thoughts and conversations that are definitely counter to our success. It's uh, conversations sometimes come uh, that are, you know, people are plotting your downfall and your ruin. And that's what the enemy was doing. He's trying to know what you know, but then get you to go from what you know. Now, what is that according to definition? Distraction. And remember, it's a fight to focus. All right. So in verse number four, Genesis chapter three, the enemy says, you will not surely die. Well, that's what God said. And Eve had told the serpent that that's what God said, that you would die. But the enemy comes back and says, you're not going to surely die. And the enemy was trying to get this woman to deny the validity of God's word. He was trying to get her um, to go against what God said. And that's what these distractions are to pull us apart, to pull us away from God. All right. So he continues the enemy, that is the serpent, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Now, the enemy didn't make this woman do the act or to commit the sin. He didn't make her do it, but he suggested it. It was a seed. It was a thought that was planted in her mind by him. It was a seed, I call it, of suggestion. It was an attempt to get her to consider another view. And that's a, uh, here we go. Here we go. It is a distraction and it happens to us. Anything to interrupt our thought or, you know, to substitute the right thought with an invalid, but it seems valid thought. That's what the enemy did. I mean, I don't know how he did it. You know, the Bible isn't clear on how he was able to get her to partake of the fruit from that tree. You know, I have this imagination that maybe he reached up from that tree since he was already um, separated from God and he took the fruit and he bit of it and nothing happened to him. Because the Bible says that when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food, 
um, and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom. She took some and ate it. Now, I don't know if he demonstrated that to her because it says that she saw that it was good for food, meaning he might have bit it. He might have bitten into it right? And then it was pleasing to the eye. It looked good. It was desirable for gaining wisdom. Maybe she wanted wisdom. She was already created. She and Adam in the image and likeness of God. I mean, Adam named everything. I mean, named it. He already had a wisdom on the inside of him. And so did she. But see, the enemy wants to distract us from knowing who we are. And that's what we must be intentional it, uh, about is knowing who we are in Christ, not who we are in the world. You know, that's fickle. It fades, it changes, it shifted, it shifts. But in God, it's constant. There is so much that we don't know about ourselves, the power and influence that he gives us through his Holy Spirit. You got to know who you are, the wisdom that God gives you, and he gives it liberally to all who ask. And even without repentance. Come on. We need to tap into that. But somehow the serpent helped her to see that it was good for her. I don't know if he made some sort of demonstration that made him appear to be super wise. I don't know if there was some mathematical equation that he solved or I don't know what he did. But whatever he did, she saw it was desirable for gaining wisdom. So, I mean, hey, that's just my thought. So she took it and she ate it. All right. Eve became distracted by knowledge. Oh, she wanted more of it. Right. She'd only known good, meaning she'd only known the goodness of God. You know, she had fellowship with God. She and Adam lived in a peaceful environment. They were in a garden that was full of, of animals, yet there was not a, an attack on them and the animals were not fighting with one another. They lived in harmony and they had um, frequent, maybe daily interactions with God face to face. But there was one thing that the enemy appealed to her and that was knowledge. She wanted knowledge. I don't know what God was doing in that garden. I don't know what all things that they witnessed or what they heard in their conversations with God, because again, we're not privy to those, but she was distracted by acquiring knowledge. And so that pulled her away from the word of God. And sometimes in our pursuit of knowledge, higher education, gaining even uh, more information, and those pursuits can uh, pull us away from God. Now, no one isn't saying that you shouldn't get educated or that you shouldn't have knowledge, but don't exclude God. Don't leave what you know about God. Put God in his word first and let him be the God and the authority in your pursuit of knowledge. Let him tell you to go where to go to uh, one institution or another or college or whom to talk to to acquire the information that you are seeking. You know, always putting God's first, God first and his word first. Eve tossed it out the door. 
We know that Eve knew what God said, but she took the enemy's word over God's word. We do this too. We do this too. We get so distracted by the thing that we want that or the, or the thing that's enticing or tempting that we forget what God's word said. So what's the result of this, of this distraction? It was the loss of innocence. It was the loss of purity. It was the loss of communion with God. I told you that there can be downfalls of distractions. They can cause, you know, our destinies to be delayed and even sometimes denied because we've gotten so caught up in the distraction. It caused them to be evicted from the most beautiful place in the world and the place where God met them frequently. You know, this interruption of the up close and personal relationship with God is probably the most tragic when it comes to this distraction. Right, right, right. I think so. So, you know, with Eve's this little brief reminder of where it all started, we must be again intentional, fighting to focus, to maintain our um, position of thought, if you will. If your mind goes away for a second or two, remember you got to bring it back, even if it's a thought that is counter to the word of God. You got to keep reminding yourself, what did God say? Wait a minute. Now somebody's telling me this. No. What did God say? God's word needs to carry more weight in our lives than any other word. Word over your mother, your father, your husband, your wife. If it violates your children, if their words violate the word of God, you better stick with God at all times because God is never wrong. God is always right. He leads us in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. God will never lead us astray. He will always lead us in the right path. He will never go back on his word. His word is solid, okay? And God cannot lie. The enemy is the father of lies and he wants us to believe his deception over God's truth. Always choose the truth. Always stick with God. And as we see, it began in the garden. This distraction got them evicted. Y'all, sometimes your distraction, our distraction can get us put out. Father, we thank you today that you are still reminding us to keep our focus and to fight to focus, to not allow any word to supersede your word as your word is true. Anything or anyone who tries to get us to consider another option is just like the thief. Uh, one who comes to steal, kill, and destroy, wants to interrupt our destinies with you, Lord God. So today, Father, we pray that those who are listening, Father, that they will have a mindset to stay focused and that they will fight to resist the temptations of the evil one. Lord God, that you grant them the wisdom to recognize error and to remain with truth and to dismiss distraction. All right. We thank you, Lord. Y'all, this has been your daily dose. And remember, a daily dose of God's word.
oh it's good for the soul be blessed Thank you.